This is a podcast from the Business Times. Welcome to BT Podcasts. In this episode, find out where the opportunities in the small cap market are, how the market did in 2022 and how attractive the returns can be in 2023. This episode is brought to you by RHB Singapore. Small and agile companies grow faster than, say, large-cap companies. And when markets are rising, they can deliver higher returns. So your portfolio could benefit from small-cap stocks. But greater volatility and risk come with small-cap outperformance. Welcome to Podcast by The Business Times. I'm Howie Lim. In this episode, we pick the brain of Alfie Yeo, head of small mid-cap research at RHB Singapore, to figure out what's in store for the small-cap space. Alfie, thanks for joining us. So how did this market fare last year, 2022? Uh, Last year, the STI index returned 4.1% and uh, the small cap index returned minus 24%. So it was actually a big loss in the small cap space. And since our last small cap book launched in May last year, until recently last week, the STI returned 2.4%, which is not much of a difference, while the small cap index returned minus 19%. So clearly, this is a case of large caps outperforming the small caps in 2022. And this is very typical and reflective of the view that large cap companies are better managed and pose lower earnings risk than small cap companies. Going into 2022, it was a disrupted recovery. We had a lot of recessionary fears. Post the COVID-19 lockdowns in 2020, we saw a vaccine-led economic rebound in 2021 from a very low base. And then going on to 2022 last year, we were anticipating global economic recovery. But then it was disrupted by inflation, supply shortages, high interest rates, and China's zero-COVID policy. And also the war in Ukraine. Yeah. So heading into second half 2023, this year was definitely a bit jittery. But heading into 2023, Our house call is that we are bullish on the global recovery, commencing perhaps by summer of 2023. So there are already some signs which we have noticed bottoming out in the process trade, industrial production and retail sales. So hopefully going forward in second half of 2023, we believe that with lower financial risk, the global market should recover from here. Hmm. So small cap investing is something investors should consider now, right? So for small cap stocks, there's actually affordability as well as upside gain on the cards. So investing in small cap stock is twofold. Firstly, small cap stocks, they are also called penny stocks for the fact that their price per share is always much lower than large cap stocks. Take for instance, a large cap like Berkshire Hathaway. One share costs like half a million US dollars. So when you translate this into a small cap stock, which is like in the pennies, 10 cents, 20 cents, makes it more affordable per share for the average investor. And to gain 10% on a 10 cent shares, all you need is for a share price to move one cent. But in the same light, in an exaggerated case like Berkshire Hathaway, to gain 10%, half a million, you need a share price to go up by 50,000 US dollars just to gain 10%. So the percentage gain in a small cap due to a lower base can be much higher. So twofold, affordability and percentage gain. Uh, Right now, we are selective. As with all stock picking and investing, we have to look at the valuation on a bottom-up basis, Mm, the growth outlook, the growth story, the financials, whether they are financially strong, 
of a fundamental perspective whether they are sound. Earlier you talked about inflation and recessionary fears affecting markets. Those conditions are arguably still there, right? So there's this thing about inflation where the Fed is afraid of too high of an inflation. So what they do basically is to increase the interest rates. By doing so, it curbs the demand, thereby lowering the inflation. So we have seen this in most of 2022 and going to 2023. The Fed is actually reaching their targeted rates. So which means that we should not be able to see a lot more of interest rate increases. So when this pauses, we expect this inflation scenario to reverse. Once the pressure of higher interest rates cools off, hopefully demand from consumers will come back in and uh, companies will benefit from better sales and hopefully kickstart a recovery. Mm, that sounds promising. So what are the trends driving this market now? Uh, we see a few trends recurring, which goes into our stock picks and our stock calls for our small cap books. A few current trends include Number one, ESG, which is on everybody's uh, minds right now. Responsible investing, supporting climate change, and how companies can give back to the environment after earning a lot of money in the past, be socially responsible. Investors and other stakeholders also want to demonstrate that they are doing their part. Banks are not lending to high carbon emission projects. So ESG essentially is very important theme right now. So we have some stocks that are based on that. Other themes include post-COVID-19 demand recovery, China's post-COVID-19 reopening, Singapore's aging population, and also in general, the imminent global recovery, which we hope to see in the second half. Alfie, what was the impetus for including companies outside of your research's existing coverage? Well, it's more a principle of going for more undercover gems. So it's a bit like mining you go to a stock exchange, which is like a mine. Everybody knows which area of the mine to head to, and that's very well covered. For us over here, we are heading off the beaten track. We're going to another area of the mine, hoping to find some unpolished gems. And who knows, when one of them becomes a winner, it could be a multi-bagger. We are looking for the next multi-bagger, and with some luck, we might find one or two stocks which may turn out as that, and... The best thing is we found them early and valuations are low. Still to come, what's worth looking at and why? And are they sector, company, geographical location focused? We find out in a moment with Alfie Yeo from RHB. And now back to BT Podcasts. Brought to you by RHB Singapore. Salfie, it sounds like you found them. Those undiscovered diamonds in the rough, so to speak. What are we talking about? Sector-specific, businesses, geographies? Yeah, so our approach is to go from a bottom-up basis. To look at individual stocks and going down to their fundamentals. Looking at their individual characteristics, their growth progress and their growth path. And along with valuations, we decide whether they are in good sectors with a good long-term mega trends, or they are in a sweet spot where the trends would benefit them almost immediately or in the near future. So we have stuff like this. Just give you a few examples. Like we have aging population team. We have econ healthcare as an aged care business. 
So with this aging population care, they are very much in the sweet spot for growth. And then we have another one called Marco Polo Marine, who owns a fleet of vessels, offshore vessels. Right now, the vessel supply in the market is currently facing a short supply. And with demand coming in from a wind farm work, offshore wind farm work and offshore oil and gas exploration and production picking up, they are also in a sweet spot where the charter rates will likely go up in the short term due to the shortage of supply and the increased demand in the next couple of years. So when we go down on the ground to look at companies individually from a bottom-up basis, if we are able to find these trends where companies are in a sweet spot and then along with good valuation where they are attractive enough, we would recommend and put them into, the, into our small cap book. And this is how some of the companies end up on the book itself. Okay, talk us through, Alfie, the new selection of small cap stock ideas for investors included in your research this year. What was you know, the criteria? Okay, so there are two aspects to this. First is the normal work that analysts do to sift through the stock to determine if they are worthy to be featured or worthy to be covered. Well, the second aspect is more on the corporate governance side. We do have a screen where once these companies qualify, we run through a screen to determine if there are any litigation cases, court cases, or any disciplinary action from the exchange itself, as well as how reliable are they in hitting the earnings expectations and uh, on a corporate governance perspective. So during the process when we were filtering through the stocks, there are one or two companies which actually failed the, the second criteria. Yeah, so the stocks which made it to the book, investors can be assured that they have cleared the second level of checks. Oh, so there are risks to look out for, huh? I mean, we know greater volatility and risk come with small cap outperformance. What do you reckon? Yeah, investors should take note that investing in small cap is very different from investing in large cap stocks. For one, the pricing, the valuation is different. And they could even be more volatile because if there's no trading volume, the spread could be very wide and sometimes investors won't be able to get out because the trading is not as efficient as large cap stocks. And um, sometimes for that matter, large cap stocks as large cap stocks probably more reliable in hitting their earnings targets and small cap stocks will probably be less reliable in hitting the earnings target. But if we do find some reliable stocks that are able to do it, it could be a multi-bagger there. So an investor decision to say that, yeah, I'm willing to stomach the risk for a higher return in his own portfolio. And we have recommended stocks that are currently inside a trend that's happening, uh, be it aging population, China reopening, or some situational play, or stocks that have deep value. Yeah, we have recommended all these things, but at the end of the day, when investors invest, they must be aware that Sometimes companies, if they don't deliver, then there could be a high risk involved. But if these companies do deliver, we call them unpolished gems or jewels. If they do deliver, it can be very rewarding and uh, it could be a multi-bagger. So take for instance, we have this stock that is already quite a big cap. It's Shengxiong. When uh, I first covered it many years back with another company, it was a small cap, a mid cap. Yeah. Today it has grown those who have held it, it's like the share price is double or, or triple. So we are in this journey 
we are in this process where we go around digging for names and hopefully one day if these names turn out to be good, they can turn out to be a multi-bag. Uh, we as a house, we are hoping for a second half recovery. And this second half recovery helps us to anchor our view that the recovery will come through. And uh, of course, once it comes through in the second half 2023, would be a better year. So it's more like the bet is over and we can expect more optimism going ahead. But uh, if investors going in should be aware that if this scenario doesn't play out, it could derail our outlook for the stocks. Alfie, I wish we had more time. Thanks for your insights. Thank you. Alfie Yeo, Head of Small Mid-Cap Research at RHB Singapore, helping us figure out what's in store for the small cap space. I'm Howie Lim. From the Business Times, this has been BT Podcasts. This episode of BT Podcasts was brought to you by RHB Singapore. This is a podcast by the Business Times. Find more BT Podcasts at businesstimes.com.sg slash podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is meant to provide general information only. SPH Media accepts no liability for loss arising from any reliance on the podcast or use of third parties' products and services. Please consult professional advisors for independent advice.